Before we get started, I want to let you know that today is not our typical short five to ten minute episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show. John and I are talking about Monday Night Raw from 1995 on today's episode. Don't worry, we'll be back to our normal episodes very, very soon. Actually, tomorrow, when I tell you what referee squared off with DX on this day in the year 2000. That said, good morning and welcome to the May 1st episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show, where we are on a mission to teach, learn, and remember the history of professional wrestling with everyone that wants to join us. My name is Ryan Joy. I'm joined by John DeConti. John, May 1st, 1995, it's the Raw Report. Yes, indeed. Yes, we're right back to kick off the show with Vince recapping the whole goings on between Bam Bam and the Million Dollar Corporation, and then getting attacked by Sid and IRS and Tatanka, being saved by Diesel. Jerry Lawler still running around trying to get Bret Hart to sign a contract, even though Bret Hart already has a dance partner for the big, big upcoming In Your House, where he'll be fighting Hakushi. And apparently there's some story that we're finding out just at the top of the show, Jeff Jarrett was stripped of the IC title. Yeah, a lot going on between last week's Raw and this week's Raw. We're back at the Omaha Civic Auditorium in Omaha, Nebraska, because this was taped on April 24th. Commentary team, once again, Vince McMahon and Jerry the King Lawler. But on tonight's episode, we know we're going to hear from Bret Hart. We're no, we know we're getting the Razor Ramon and Sid, Psycho Sid match. And, uh, and yeah, we're hearing rumblings about Jeff Jarrett, Bob Holly, and the Intercontinental Championship. Kind of a weird episode because we we're supposed to get this Sid and Razor match. And aside from that, there's not a competitive match to be found. Real quick, the allied powers, Davy Boy Smith and Lex Luger, are going up against George Anderson and Ron Hagen. Big power slam by Davy for the pinfall victory there. Bob Holly's facing Butler Stevens. Quick win by Holly there, of course. High cross body pin. Mantar beats Sonny Rogers. And Adam Bomb deep beats Dave Siegfrieds. And Men on a Mission beat Bill Duke and Kevin Kruger. We'll go through these one by one. But aside from the Razor and Sid match, not a competitive match to be found on Raw. From this, no, this there's, uh, first of all, Six matches, in theory, for a one-hour show is insane. But then when you look at them and see that 240, 240, 240, 340, 440. It's nothing but there's nobody other than Sid and Razor who are scheduled to fight. No one's fighting anyone else in the company. It's the company versus enhancement talent in five matches, five squashes, essentially, on this card just makes for an odd episode yeah they do make a big point about how last week's episode set the rating the record for the raw ratings they did a 3.9 so that was like as good as basically any two episodes of raw these days but also this action zone show that they talk about that you can't watch these days because it's not on the network that one did a 1.7 so that was a nationally broadcast show yeah and at this point there's still this action zone show is still having live mat like it would eventually become a highlight show it would eventually become superstars which is like how we talked about it in the beginning when both of us were trying to remember what the hell is this that's what it would become but at this time it's still showing first run matches yeah interesting stuff going on on that show that we can't find also going on at this time the preceding weekend to the airing of this monday night raw was the big new japan wcw north korea show collision in korea 
where they set the pro wrestling attendance record. So that's what was going on at the same time as as this business here. So that that's what's going on at the same time as Adam Bomb versus Dave Siegfried. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so you guys sting Rick Flair versus Antonio Inoki. I mentioned Davy Boy Smith and Lex Luger winning their squash match. Big power slam by Davy for the pinfall victory here. So Allied Powers once again picking up a victory on Raw as we saw them win back in April as well. So this Intercontinental Championship thing. Okay, something happened where Bob Holly was the substitute for the one, two, three kid on the action zone where kid was supposed to get an intercontinental championship. Double J put his feet on the ropes. Timmy white runs in and he says, double J had his feet on the ropes. You can't, that's not a legit pin. So they restart the match and Bob Holly makes the pin. Jarrett puts his foot on the rope to break up the fall. The referee doesn't see that. So he counts it and, Timmy White comes in again and says, no, Jarrett's feet were again on the ropes, so you can't have a title change here. So with that, they just held up the title. And apparently we got a return bout coming up on Action Zone the next week or something. Yeah, yeah. So, so we get uh, White comes down to tell Earl Hebner about the shenanigans the first time. He comes down, By the time he comes down to tell him the second time, Bob Holly's left with the Intercontinental title. So yeah. now Jack Tunney's got to get involved. And as you said, the title is held up. It is vacant, or at least for a week, and it's going to be settled this week on Action Zone. Which well, we won't see. So in that last story, we talked about how the one, two, three kid was injured. So apparently, because he's injured, we also need to find Razor a new partner for the In Your House show coming up on May 14th. So that's going to be announced later in Todd Pettengale's In Your House report which we don't have to wait very long for because the only thing that you have between this summary and the in your house report is the Bob Holly Butler Stevens match. Um, so we went one week without Sparky plug last week, but he's back on the TV this week. So he's, we started this back in April and he's been on the show every single week. So, <laughs> which for a one hour show with a huge roster, it's impressive. But he gets uh, he gets the win with a high cross body here. But then we do go to Todd Pettengale for the In Your House report. Again, pay per view is on Mother's Day, May 14, 1495, less than a tank of gas. The news is that the 123 kid will is injured. So he will not be part of Razor's team. But Razor has insisted to keep this a tag match. So it's going to be a handicap match. Razor Ramon versus both Double J, Jeff Jarrett, and the roadie. And at this point, we don't even know if the roadie can wrestle. <laughs> I, looking back at this, it just it cracks me up. And I think is it yeah, I think Vince says as much. I, we don't even know if this guy can wrestle, but he'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> of course, he would go on to be a 27-time tag team champion with <laughs> the Billy Gunn. Uh, the road dog, Jesse James. Dial into the hotline if you want an emotional interview with Razor Ramon. Razor Other matches. Uh, Go ahead. About his buddy one, two, three kid. Yes. They didn't announce any other new matches during the In Your House report, but we do get at least one more before the end of the show. Two more before the end of the show. Next week on Raw, we have a big doubleheader. Dub you got Joink versus Jeff Jarrett, and you have Owen Hart versus Bart Gunn. So <laughs> Mantar with Jim Cornette gets a win over Sonny Rogers, a complete squash. It's he, Mantar uses a move that's similar to Braun, Break, Braun Breaker's move these days, a gorilla press into kind of a front slam where Braun does more of a power slam. But Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's like he, he borrowed the gorilla press from Warrior. He borrowed the world's strongest slam from Mark Henry, and it puts him right there with uh, Braun Breaker in yeah. the combo. Okay. Yep. 
Yeah. Okay. What do you know about Man Mountain Rock? Because there was this video in the middle of this thing. Anthony Totoro was doing some sort of investigation with Man Mountain Rock. And I don't. Obviously, other than the fact that I know that he was Max Payne from WCW and that he plays the guitar, I don't know anything about it. But what I do know is that going all the way back to WrestleMania, which is where we kicked off, we kicked off with the Raw right after WrestleMania. We know that Nick Turturro really wanted to work with the WWF again. And here he gets to. We get to do this little spoof on his NYPD Blue character where he's inter he's interrogating, if you will, Man Mountain Rock. And uh, not a whole lot comes out of it. He plays a couple of chords, <laughs> and then he kind of lifts Turturro up in a fireman's carry as we cut away. Okay. Coming out of that, we have the big Psycho Sid versus Razor Ramon match. Now, here's what I here's what I hate. This was the only competitive match that they had scheduled. This was probably this is a big match, Sid and Razor, these two top guys. Everybody's tuning in to watch this match. And then WWF does the whole bait and switch on us because Sid attacks Razor before the match even begins during Razor's pyro. Razor takes a pair of power bombs before Diesel arrives on this on the scene to make the save. But no match here after being hyped for a couple of weeks this was bullshit <laughs> i feel robbed and it was freaking 30 years ago <laughs> exactly and this is probably the most wwe thing that happened in the whole night <laughs> this is exactly the kind of crap that still drives us nuts to this day but i gotta think again i don't I probably wasn't watching live at this time but I got to think if I tuned in that night, I am cursing at the television screen. You give me five other who gives a bleep matches and the one match you've been hyping for two weeks doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Adam Baum then defeats Dave Siegfrieds, which the big story here is during the match, they announced that Adam Baum is going to be wrestling Mabel in your house. So that's going to be on our undercard of that thing. And that is Ray Rujo. Say that again. I'm sorry. That is a King of the Ring qualifying match. Ah, okay. There you go. That's probably important. <laughs> Ray Rujo is in the locker room and he's trying to get to the to see how Razor Ramon's doing. He talks to Earl Hebner. Earl says Sid came out of nowhere. Sid came out first. He was standing there, ringside. Hebner, he says he didn't even have time to ring the bell, which is fair. Side note, we get to see Dave Hebner. He's standing there in the back. So both Hebner's on screen for the, at the same time. So that's always fun. We get another one of those Hunter Hearst Helmsley vignettes. And this was basically nothing. I don't know what the point is. <laughs> yeah, the, week, the week before, we talked about this, of course, last week. Not sure if they screwed up or that's what they were going for. But basically he didn't say a word. You just saw him sitting in the chair this week. We actually get to it and he doesn't do much more. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's, what does he say? Civility. Uh, are you yeah. listening? I don't think so. What the hell was the point of that? <laughs> no good. <laughs> but next week, Vince says we're going to get an update on razor Ramon. So we have, so next week we have the update on razor. We've got the two matches. We also have on this show, Men on a Mission get a win over 
Bill Duke and Kevin Kruger. Belly-to-belly -belly suplex from Mabel on Duke for the pinfall victory. So we're building up both Mabel and Adam Bomb for their match. And then we get the Bret Hart ringside promo. And it reminded me of those old school interviews that we sometimes see of Vince standing next to the ring interviewing Bruno right. San Martino and Andre the Giant. You don't ever see anything like that these days, but it was common in the old days. But it was weird. Why wasn't this just done in the ring? But Bret Hart comes down ringside and... Uh, Jerry Lawler starts, you know, talks about, Jerry Lawler says, I issued this challenge to you long ago, blah, blah, blah. And you, why haven't you accepted it? Instead, you're wrestling Hakushi. And Brett just calls Jerry a liar and says. Yeah. And Jerry doesn't know, like, he is half hiding behind Vince. Like, he's he doesn't know if he wants to be the chicken shit heel or not. Yeah. But he's hiding behind Vince. But at the same time, he's barking at Brett, who's yeah. only two feet away from him. It's just, it's very odd and it's legitimately funny to watch happen. It's just a weird moment. But he's like an ankle biter dog that's yip, 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 yip. And then you take one step towards him and he runs around, <laughs> runs away like six feet away exactly. and turns around and barks some more. It's that kind that of is thing. A, that is an excellent way to describe Jerry Lawler. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> a yapping chihuahua. Yes. Bret Hart says he's going to wrestle Hakushi and beat him. And then once he's done with Akushi, he's going to wrestle Jerry Lawler and beat him on the same night. Bret Hart says Jerry's house will never be the same again because once Bret is done with the king, he'll be going straight to the outhouse. <laughs> Couldn't be more corny, but anyway. <laughs> so on this show, we have Bret Hart wrestling two guys, two singles matches. And we have Razor Ramon wrestling two guys in a handicap match. So I guess that's the story of In Your House. But, oh, don't forget, you could win a house. And you could win a house, yes. Yeah. As bad as this is, the whole false advertising and everything, I still am enjoying it here 28 years later watching it because it's so quick. It's done fast. It's 45 minutes when you're watching no commercials, and it's just it's almost over as soon as you start it. And you know what? For a, We've done a handful of these at this point, and that is absolutely the consistent thing that I can say. The best part about it, the best part about it is it's quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. So that's, that's it for today's show. The Daily Wrestling News Show is a Minutes to Bell Time production. Find out more at minutestobelltime.com. Today's episode was recorded by Ryan Joy and John DeConti. Subscribe to the Daily Wrestling News Show on your podcast player of choice and join us in the Daily Wrestling News Show Facebook group. We'll see you tomorrow for our normal show where don't forget, I'm going to tell you what referee wrestled DX in the year 2000. See you there.